Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have two very special friends and intercessors, Dolores Tarbox and Teresa Anderson. Thanks for joining me today, ladies. You're welcome. You. welcome. Well, I want to talk to you today about prayer. You guys have been incredible intercessors um, in the ministries I've been involved in and other ministries and you guys are just incredible women someone that um, I admire and and women that I call on when I know that um, I need some answers and and I need prayer covering I want to ask you Dolores I want to start with you how did you become an intercessor how did you feel a call from God to pray God put upon my heart a concern for people in the church and in my family. <clears throat> but it comes from the heart. And I felt like I had to pour my heart out before God for these people to give a presentation of what their situation was and is even today. And... Um, it's only his direction that he gives me people to pray for. And that's how it started. Um, I praise him for that. We uh, started in a ladies' prayer group and was able to speak out to pray out loud. And, um, and I thank God for that because some people can't do that. But they will agree in prayer when other people are praying. They'll say amen or, and it's God-directed. And I praise him for that. You know, Dolores, it's um, funny to me now, but it wasn't funny then. But I remember the first time I prayed out loud. You mentioned the heart. God looks at the heart. He sees the heart. He knows what's in our hearts. Um, nothing's hidden from him. And I remember being at this prayer meeting and, this lady was crying over a situation with her daughter. and I loved that lady, and I wanted to add my prayer. Um, I, so I prayed out loud, and I got it so mixed up uh, with the words that came out. I had them all in heaven at the end of it, and I was just trying to say that this was going to be another person that um, would be born into a family that would... That would um, be Christian, be raised as a Christian, and um, that week I went to the to the um, local restaurant, and a gentleman across the salad bar said, "Hey, Angel, I heard you prayed out loud for the first time," and um, I said, "Yeah, I did." But you know what? God looks at the heart, even if the words are all mixed up. He looks at at um, at what is in our heart, and. You've prayed for many years. Um, how many years have you been an intercessor? I want to say basically since 1979. Uh, 79. 79, yeah. <clears throat> wow. And you've taught Sunday school? I have. Yeah. All, all ages, all classes. Tell me some um, prayers that... God has laid on your heart that he's answered. Have you, uh, is there some things that, that you could share today? 
he has answered many. Um, when I think back to Sunday school, when I taught the teenagers, and I still do that every time I prepare for the lesson, and I pray at the beginning of the Sunday school hour in the classroom uh, that God will reveal his word to us and we can understand it. Um, he, uh, I forgot your question. Answers to prayer. Answers to prayer. Yeah. <clears throat> When I taught the teenagers, um, I don't remember what the subject was about, but I had their attention. And God gave me a sentence, and I said it, and a couple of the boys in that classroom said, you've been talking to my parents. I said, no, I haven't. I said, God wants you to know, and that's all I remember. But it was something that God and then another lesson that I taught, another classroom with younger children, I had just one girl, the rest were boys. And I told them, they didn't like her at school. They were just against her. And I said, in this classroom, we're gonna bring prayer requests and we're gonna be praying about whatever you tell us in this classroom. And it's gonna stay in this classroom. So that when God answers prayer, we can go out and say, this is what God did from this classroom. And uh, I made the boys make her go down the stairs first. I said, ladies, go first. And they were willing to line up. And um, But God did answer a lot of their prayers. And I praise God for that. And I was able to relay that to a testimony in, in the public church. Amen. And uh, I thank God for answered prayer. He's answered my prayers. Um, one prayer took 37 years. Wow. But he did it. Mm -hmm. And I kept quoting the scripture that God gave me. And and then I'm, I wished I wrote it in the book. Um, when it was that I doubted that verse. And he sent me right to Hebrews 10.35. And then I read... Hebrews 10, 27, and it ended with, He is faithful that promise. Amen. And it took 37 years, but he was faithful. Mm -hmm. And when that prayer came to pass, I heard God say that verse was for him. Wow. Amen. And he said who it was for. 37 years. Yeah. So that just is saying, don't ever give up. That's right. Keep praying. That's right. You know, it, what comes to mind is I love to see God's people walk in healing, to walk in the healing that Christ paid for. And uh, the scripture that comes to mind is, do you want to be well? Mm -hmm. He asks a question. Do you want to be well? Mm -hmm. um, and so today we know that we have people listening that need a touch from God. That they um, they want to walk in the inheritance of healing, which is theirs because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And my favorite verse, Psalm 107.20, said, He sent his word and healeth thee. And you quoted, you said, um, his word said. I like to remind God. Now, he doesn't need me to remind him, but 
when I pray, I guess it's to remind me too mm -hmm. that this is what his word says. Mm -hmm. Teresa, you're a woman of the word. Every time I talk with you, you're reading a devotion, a scripture, something um, that's full of the word because we know that the word of God is powerful. Talk to me a little bit um, about how you got called to a life of prayer. I remember it wasn't too long after I had um, become a Christian that I wanted everybody to know Jesus and to know the, the healing and, and uh, renewal and restoration that, that God did in me when I first came to the Lord. And, and I had never been bold in speaking out, but the more that I read the Word, the more hungry I was, the more I wanted to speak out to individuals especially. I'm not good at speaking in front of groups, but I wanted them to come to know Jesus, and I wanted them to know that the Word was so important, that, that the Word of God is our bread, uh, it's, it's our spiritual food, and Jesus is the bread of life, but the Word of God is um, something that I couldn't get enough of once I became a Christian and I, I was given my first Bible. I had a family Bible at home, but it was something that was just there for, for looks. I came from a, a church that was more religion. And then when I became a born-again Christian, the Word of God became alive. And um, to me, it was, I could never memorize anything in school. I always said I had a hard time to memorize anything. But God, by His Spirit, helped me to stop memorizing the Word. And I tell everybody it's because He knew that I would need it. And when I am praying and interceding for people, the Scripture will, will come. Sometimes when we're praying for somebody at the altar, all of a sudden Scripture will come up. And, and, and it's, if it's for them and I feel like the, the Spirit of the Lord wants me to speak it, sometimes I'll speak it right then. But sometimes I'll wait till we're done praying and then I'll speak it personally to that person. And... It's always from the Lord because it does, they tell me that they needed that or it, or it meant something. So um, when, we, when I say, uh, declare the, the word of God for myself, and like, like about healing, I'll say, Lord, it is written that by your stripes I am healed and made whole. I think it's the Amplified that says I'm healed and made whole. So I stand on your word, Lord, and I declare that I am healed. And you, you, like my sister Dolores here said, you just continue. You just continue to stand on his word until you see the healing for yourself or you see the deliverance that, you know, the thing you were praying for, for others. Um, the Lord laid it on my heart intercessory for, for uh, the persecuted church also. And so I, I follow with the, the Open Doors Church and, and I, I like having prayer tools um, so you, we get that through the open doors, Brother Andrew's uh, ministry, the Voice of the Martyrs ministry. Uh, there's a ministry also for reaching the Muslims for Christ. And um, not that I have to always have prayer tools, but it helps me to, to focus. And um, I have a prayer card. Right, I've got two sons in, that are sort of still in the military. They've been in, working for civil service now. One is Air National Guard. And... There's a prayer card for, from the Navigators Ministry that's for the, uh, the military, our, our, our own military family member, and for all of the, the military people and their families. And that helps me to, to get into the deeper intercession. 
as far as for praying uh, for somebody, I think it's important to, sometimes we say, I'm going to keep you in prayer or I'll pray for you. And we don't always remember right away, but I'll say, as, as God lays you on my heart, I will, I will be praying for you. But there's times that I feel like I need to pray for them right now. And I know you've both experienced, and I know you have angel a lot, that wherever you are, when somebody needs prayer, you'll pray for them, no matter if it's in the middle of the store or, or where. But uh, intercessory is important, and it's important to stand on the Word of God and declare the Word of God. It comes to mind in Nehemiah where he said that he was looking for a man to stand in the gap. Yes. And we know in our world today that... Things are looking pretty rough, <laughs> yes. but we know that God has a plan. Mm -hmm. um, the Word of God says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so we don't have to worry about tomorrow. He says um, mm -hmm. tomorrow has enough of its own. We just deal with today. And he said to praise him in all things. And Teresa, you started with a song. Actually, you you read some words to a song mm -hmm. um, before we started this broadcast today. Talk to me a little bit, um, Dolores, about the power of worship. When you're um, interceding and praying for people, do you sometimes lead into worship? Do you begin to sing sometimes? I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... It's just me and the Lord, and um, it's hard to explain, because he's, he's right there, and you're singing to him, you're singing, I'm singing about him, and um, praising him for what I've just prayed for, or who I've just prayed for, mm. and I feel that that's a prayer, and a prayer of worship, that's in the song and a lot of songs are worship yes they're not just praising songs we need the praising which you know in Pentecostal church you clap your hands you raise your hands sometimes people get up and walk uh, but you don't have to do that but as long as you respond somehow to the presence of the Lord uh, we can worship him because worship is different than praise worship is just you and Jesus. And as long as we seek his face, and David said, the minute you said, to, and I'm not saying it the way it is in the Bible, but the minute you said, seek my face, Lord, I said, I will seek your face. And when we seek the face of Jesus, we feel like, I feel like I'm right in front of him. Mm. And I'm praising him and I'm worshiping him. And... Um, it's just wonderful to know that he knows me and I know him. That's a chorus I, or song I've heard just lately on um, on the radio. He knows me and I know him. Amen. Amen. He knows the number of hairs on our head. <laughs> and if he knows the number of hairs on our head, he knows the purpose and the plan and the destiny that he has for every life. Mm -hmm. Teresa, you've been involved with Aglow International, and um, we know that God is moving on the earth today. Mm -hmm. I believe that we are seeing an awakening. The scripture tells us in Joel 2.28 that in the last days he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Talk to me about 
um, seeing God move. Like you've seen him move in miraculous ways. You've experienced a miracle in mm -hmm. your own life. Can you talk about that? The miracle in my own life? Mm -hmm. Yes, I've had several miracles in my own life that um, it's kind of like we know that he, he does miracles, but when it happens to us personally, it still surprises us, but we're so thankful for it. Um, the, um, one of the miracles was connected with Angel. Um, Angel prayed for me. I was supposed to have um, surgery for a, a, a small tumor that they felt was a tumor. Um, and she said, I believe that when you go, she called me one night and said, I believe when you go in and, and they're going to do the ultrasound to mark it, to remove it, she said, I believe it's going to be gone. And the next morning, and she prayed for me that night, and the next morning she called me and she says, Teresa, I am strongly believing that when they go in, to, to they do that. You will not have to go through that surgery. I believe it's going to be gone. So for some reason that just was strong on me, and I went and they prepared me to go in for day surgery and everything, and and there was a Christian sister there that I hadn't seen for a long time, and she said something. I said, I might not have to have that surgery. I feel that God is taking care of it. And so when I went in, they wanted to um, put the needle to prepare me for surgery and everything. And I said again to that nurse, I said, I don't like needles very much, and especially in the hand. I said, I, I feel that the Lord is taking care of it. I said, I might not have to go through that. And she just looked at me kind of funny, and she said, well, okay, when they're ready to, to take you, I'll come there to the ultrasound room and, and put it in then. And when the lady was doing the ultrasound, she kept looking and looking, and then she says, I can't find it. And then she, she looked a little more, she says, it's not there. And I said, hallelujah. I said, the Lord took care of it, and I was just praising God and thanking Him, and they were rejoicing with me. And when I went out and the doctor that was supposed to do the surgery came to, well, the lady first, I saw the lady that was going to put the needle in and she was excited and, and was surprised too. And then when the doctor came in to tell me that they hadn't found anything was going to do the surgery, it was in December, I think, or November. Anyway, she just said, uh, Merry Christmas, God bless you. And she came over and gave me a big, big hug. I was surprised to hear her say that because I didn't know she was a Christian. So I was, I was... It brings us to praising God and thanking Him for miracles. And to me, there's there's been many others. There's one that, that happened at a group of people at a garage that, that came to pray for me when I was facing another surgery at, at C3 in my spine. And uh, they were setting me up in Portland to have that. They were going to let me know when it was going to be. I already have a titanium plate in my neck, and this was going to be at C3. And um, I, my friend that I was with said told me to... That, I, that he felt that I should go forward to, to be prayed for. And I said, I've already been prayed for twice. I, I just, you know, he said, Teresa, I feel like you're supposed to go forward. And I tell everybody that it's kind of like, I didn't even think all of a sudden I was standing up. And I felt such a presence, a power of the Lord in that room that I, I felt almost weak to move forward. But I moved forward and I, I, I felt the Lord impress me to take the mic and, and explain to them why. Uh, that I was asking for prayer and, and what I was facing and that I felt like I wasn't done working at the veterans home yet and if I had this surgery I would be done I wouldn't be able to, to, to work there anymore and uh, 
I can't remember all the words I used, but then I just went forward and people laid hands on me, were praying for me. There was people even from Canada, uh, from Prince Edward Island and, and uh, Nova Scotia there. And I, I just heard a lot of feet get up and come to lay hands and, and pray. And what, after they had prayed again, I turned and I, I just felt the power of God. Uh, and, and I turned and, and I felt weak like a kitten is how I worded it. And I had to ask somebody to help me to walk back to my seat. And uh, this retired minister from down on the other side of Holton came forward and he said to me, he said, just a minute, just a minute. He said, I've got to tell you something. He said, I know there was a lot of people with hands laid on you to pray for you, but I want to tell you that I saw the big hand of God, or you can say Jesus, come down and lay on your spine and you will never have to have uh, spinal surgery again. And I said, oh, thank you. And I went back to my seat with the help of this lady and I, I said I don't even remember if it was hours or just a day or two or whatever all of a sudden all the symptoms I noticed that all the symptoms that I was in crisis at my neck left me and of course they don't do a repeat MRI to check if it is better but I because all the symptoms left me I just told they when they called to set me up for the appointment in Portland I told them what I'd experienced and I just didn't feel I was to go down and have the surgery I just trusted God that he had done what this, what I was told that was done and by the, the power of God's presence and that I felt in that room that, that day. And uh, so two years later, this was in 2013, two years later, I had three days of having a lot of dizziness and they decided to send me for an MRI of, of my spine, of my neck. And when the, the doctor got the report, he called me and told me, Teresa, the, the report, they wanted me to, to go down to Portland to have the report of the MRI. And I didn't want to go down. I didn't know how I'd do it or whatever. And I said, isn't there anybody up here that, that could do that for me? And uh, that's when I was told, well, there's there's somebody at, uh, at the Prescott Hospital. I can't remember if they called it AR Gold then or, or whatever. They said, there's a Dr. Pelly that I think, you know, could read that for you. So Dr. Pelly did had spoken to me on the phone and then he read he called for the other two MRIs from Portland compared them and he said Teresa that you're doing okay that uh, area of, of your spine where it was pushing against your spinal cord then it is um, less prominent is the word he used like it had was it had backed away from the spinal cord wow. so two years later I got, I had the proof that I had had a miracle that night Wow, praise God. Yes. You know, the Thank Bible the says that where two or more are gathered. So anyone that needs uh, prayer today, we're going we're gonna, to uh, pray for them in a little bit. But um, it only takes two. And mm -hmm. you know what? I have to tell you, one time it was just me. And I said, Lord, um, I don't have anyone to agree with me. So Holy Spirit... Um, you and I together, that's two. <laughs> and, um, and that was a powerful prayer time. Yeah. There's times we do just pray for ourselves and we, and, and we stand on the word and we feel his intervention and his healing power. Amen. Yeah, I think we've all experienced that in, the, in our walk with the Lord. I thank him for that and praise him for, for that. Well, I always like to end the broadcast with prayer, and I want you two ladies to pray today um, for the listeners and um, <clears throat> pray for this upcoming Healing Waters Conference, um, that God would just, that it would be what He wants. Um, 
I always like to, to just take a blank board and say, God, what do you want? Mm. Um, because I, I can put things together, but I just want what he wants. Mm. And um, so um, whatever comes to mind, let the Holy Spirit lead you. If you have a word of knowledge or prophecy or somebody specific um, that you feel to pray for, go, go right ahead. Um, Dolores, can we start with you? Heavenly Father, we approach your throne today. We praise you, Lord God, for this privilege of honoring you today and to lift up your name and just thank you, Lord God, mm. for your anointing to pray for other people. And Lord God, help all of us, Lord God, to continue to give our hearts to you, Lord God. And when we start praying for people, help us, Lord God, to be faithful in that area, to mm. pray for people. Possibly people need to reach out to others that's in their family, their friends, their neighbors, uh, maybe someone they haven't seen for quite a while and you don't even have their phone number. But Lord, you can give them their phone number. Help them, Lord, to know how to seek out that number. And I praise you, Lord God, that you did that for me just lately. There was a, a lady on Facebook, Lord, that I haven't seen or heard from for over 20 years. But Lord God, we was able to connect again. Mm. And she's rejoicing in you. And I praise you for that, Father. And Lord God, help us to be faithful unto you foremost. And help us, Lord God, if you've given us that gift to pray, help us to be faithful in that gift, Lord God. Because, yes. Lord, we need to stand in the gap for others. Mm -hmm. And, Lord, when someone comes to mind, we need to pray for that person. Because, yes. God, you might have lifted that, in, uh, dropped that in our hearts, Lord, to pray for other people. That, Lord God, that... You are using that, Lord, to bring an encouraging word to someone. And we praise you, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for, for Sister Angel, Lord, and Sister Teresa. Ask, I ask you to bless them, Lord God, in their ministries. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that at times that we, we, we know who we're praying for. We have lists of, of, of people or, or intercessory that we do for, for even missions and, and min, yes. missionaries that we know by name. And, yes. and, and we know that we need to pray for, for the peace of Jerusalem and for your chosen people, the Jews, his chosen people, that they would come to know Jesus as their true Messiah and, and that for God's hand to be, hand of protection to be upon Israel and and to be upon all of our brothers and sisters in Christ all over this world, those that are in war-torn and dangerous areas and the persecuted and the suffering and, and, and though, or anyone that is going through any uh, dangerous situation of any sort, Lord. There's, there's hard situations in families uh, these, years, these days that, that we know that are going on and due to the uh, drug and, and alcohol uh, situations that families are struggling. And, we need to keep them in, in, in prayer and be there for them if we can to reach them for Christ, Lord. I thank you for those that, that do reach out. Help us to be intercessors for those, to intercede for those that are out there as laborers and use us as laborers in the lives of those you want to use us in. Um, and, and Lord, just anoint and empower each one. Father, I thank you that at times that you just drop a name into our heart. The other day you dropped a name into my mind first thing in the morning that I hadn't even thought of for a long time. Uh, I won't mention her name at this time, but her first name is Cindy. But I didn't even know how to reach her. Looked in the phone book, couldn't find it. She wasn't in there. 
So I called my sister Dolores and she knew, she knew her, she didn't know her last name, but she had her phone number and I knew the last name. So we connected the dots and, and I was able to call her and she was so thankful for that call. And I told her that sister Dolores had given me her phone number. And uh, I said, is there anything that, that sister Dolores and I are, you know, that we could pray for you for? So she had family situations that she wanted us to keep in mind uh, for her, to keep in prayer for her. So we thank you for the privilege, Lord, of interceding, and we thank you for the way that you you just bring about those that you want us to pray for, besides those we pray for on a regular basis. We thank you for the blessing of, of and the anointing of the Holy Spirit to empower us to, to pray and intercede for others. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Well, thank you, Dolores, and thank you, Teresa, for joining me today. And thank you, listeners. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.